Welcome to the Breathing Deeply Yoga Therapy and Meditation Podcast. In this episode, we answer our students' questions and share information about yoga therapy and meditation with the intention of creating a new paradigm in wellness. Today's episode is a recording taken directly from a live Q&A session with Breathing Deeply founder Brant Pasalakwa and students of our online meditation program. Is there anything about dreams or the subconscious? Because I've had, I'm really tired, oh, nice. three or four days of really weird dreams of my past self, like from my 20s. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really tired. I, I wake up and I'm tired. I mean, and there have been a lot of shifts in my meditation practice and in terms of things, I don't know. Your mind, your, your mind doesn't care about time. That part of your mind doesn't care about time. So that's like a construct that you're living in that you're, I mean, if you want to look at it as your subconscious, you know, your Vishnana Maya Kosha, like doesn't care about, and it's not real to that part of your mind. So, um, those things, and especially unresolved things, are just as present to that part of your mind, just because you've moved on, you know, like with years and experiences, it doesn't care about that. So it's gonna get processed. Um, you know, it's gonna get processed one way or the other. And one of the things happens when you meditate a lot is that you become much more aware of those processes. So it's it's a sign of like your expanded awareness, but the exhaustion is trying to process it in the way you've always processed it. That's stuck in time, which is, as we've discussed before, actually not real. That linearness is yeah. making it, that, that causes a lot of friction that your conscious mind has to deal with. But if you, if you, if you see it as, a greater state of awareness, sort of like when we were just in that practice and you're sort of panning back and then you're like, I'm gonna relax into this awareness. I mean, that's the way to work with it is to how how kind of deep can you go into your, you know, heart space, relaxation, surrender consciousness, because that's what's gonna allow it to do its thing without you get your conscious mind getting in the way. There's nothing you need to do. They're there. All your memories are there, you know, and they're all seeds and all the actions you've taken in your life have planted these like seeds. Um, And, you know, from a kind of absolute point of view, the only way to really work with them is meditational insight. That's what the texts say. Like the only way you're going to deal with those, that karma is to sit and be still and allow, you know, the mind to be transformed the way it needs to be transformed. And any amount of fighting it is gonna make it worse. So at some point you have to, you know, just stop creating seeds at least. You know, the thing about having meditated longer than you is just this. You see so many things pass. It's just like parenting that we were talking about. You know what I mean? Your kids get older and then you've seen it. And then the next one comes along. 
right? And you've yeah. seen it before. So it's a little bit easier in that way. Sometimes they throw your, you know, <laughs> new stuff. Yeah. So you understand it and it's not, you don't need to take so much action around it because you understand it and you can just be a little more skillful. So, you know, if you meditate, you know, for a few years, like you've seen a few things and a few more years, you've seen others. But the, I mean, the main thing you get from continued meditation is that you're like, oh, this is just like all the other things. It'll probably run its course. And I don't have to do anything. And that's the great learning, you know, especially, the you know, the emotions like follow the thoughts, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of times like I'm having these things and I'm processing it and now I'm having these emotions. And what if I did nothing? What if I just let those emotions come? Like, what if I just was totally okay with those emotions? What would that be like? For me, that's always been a big epiphany. Like those epiphanies were like, oh, I'm so like feeling horrible, upset angry like all those kinds of emotions and like after years of that you're like oh <laughs> look at that more of that the next question is can following my desires be beneficial to my personal evolution and, and so that's for me what I've, what I've come to ask myself with all experiences you know is there any kind of am i creating a situation and I don't really, I don't usually language it like this, but like it's sort of net negative, you know, by doing this experience. And then if so, can I learn to do it in a, in a way that isn't? In other words, can I, can I do the tantric practice of just relaxing in that experience without getting attached to it really, you know, and just like sort of kind of surfing the wave, you know, not knowing if another wave will come or not, or am I not present centered enough to do that? Um, And that's something that's, you know, it's at the root of what we're doing. It's like, that is a very difficult thing to understand for yourself. So it does take practice and we will not be sort of successful (laughs) all the time. We will make mistakes in that process. But to say, well, I'm not going to, you know, there, there are many different paths and some paths are like, don't do those things. You know, just stay present, stop going after stuff. What I would say to that is that's not very realistic. And what you see is is because we're wired to want things and desire things because of our root desires, they will manifest. And that's what the Tantra texts talk about. They like they will manifest all over the place. Like your desire to be connected in general will manifest in a million little ways. And so the first step is to say, that's what's going on there. That is why I want that thing. Now that doesn't mean you're gonna do it or not do it, or, you know what I mean? Go towards it or away from it. It's just, that's the baseline intellectual understanding that needs to happen. And then you say to yourself, is there a downside? Is there a downside to my present centeredness? So not a downside in general, like, will I lose my mm-hmm. house? I mean, I, I guess that's a good thing too. You know, if I gamble, I'll lose my house. So there's a downside, right? Like it's more clear, but with, with most stuff, it's subtle, right? You're not going to lose your house. So you're, you're more like trying to think about it from that perspective of like the next day, am I still practicing? Am I still doing my actual practice? Am I still present for my family the way I need to be? 
am I not like, am I checking all the boxes, but am I actually present? Like that's the deeper work. Um, and it's a, it's a tough question because the reality is even if you don't do it, you're probably not fully present for your family. So, so evaluating whether it's that thing gets complicated and you can also, you know, talk yourself down like a addiction spiral being like, well, if it doesn't matter anyway, then well, I'll just do those things because I'm never present anyway, but that's not what we're doing here. Right. So those are the things that come up for me when I'm working with this. So, um, you know, does the way I'm living create more or less intimacy with myself? You know, um, does it, am I able to reflect on it and understand how my root desire to be connected fuels this? And can I also understand that I don't actually need it, but I might be making choices because we make choices all the time about what to do with ourselves. So that's a set of questions, you know, I don't really have answers to those, but those are the questions, you know, that you, you want to look at, but I hear what you're saying in terms of, if I go after all the things you're like breaking your conditioning, but now that you've broken it, if that's true, you know, you have a nut, you're at a different place, right? And you don't and I, have to do like oppositional things to break your conditioning anymore. That's basically okay. what I'm trying to say. Thanks for listening to the Breathing Deeply Yoga Therapy and Meditation podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider subscribing, leaving a positive review, and sharing it with friends. For more information about our yoga therapy and meditation trainings and programs, visit breathingdeeply.com.